Hello, welcome back to my podcast. I apologize for not recording a new episodes for a whole month. I was enjoying my summer. Anyways, I'm back, and today's episode is going to be about the worst economic downturn in history, known as the Great Depression. In fact, this is going to be a two or three part subject where I will cover everything from what caused it to how it was dealt with and the effects it had on the world. So today, let's talk about the reasons and events that caused the Great De- and what events caused the Great Depression. After World War One, under the leadership of President Warren Harding, the United States decided to focus on internal policies. The tariffs on imports were raised, the free immigration was halted, progressive ideas were rejected, isolationism was promoted, as well as the economic and political doctrine that calls for individual self-interest and competition. It also opposes the regulation of commerce and high taxation. The 19th Amendment was adopted, which gave women the right to vote. As the economy flourished, a consumer society emerged. Cars, radios, refrigerators, washing machines, and vacuum cleaners made people's lives easier and allowed women to work outside of their homes. More and more people moved to big cities from the farms. Since people now had radios and cars, they could keep up with the news and all the new trends across the country. This led to the creation of mass culture. People now got the news faster, could listen to the same songs even if they lived on different coasts. Artists started to travel to, big, to different cities to perform. Hollywood expanded. This era was called the Roaring Twenties. At the same time as mass culture was becoming more, more, was becoming more popular, a temperance movement grew also. People in the temperance movement believed that alcohol should be prohibited. Thus, in 1919, Congress ratified the Prohibition Act to eliminate poverty, unemployment, alcoholism, and other issues that society faced. However, people didn't stop consuming alcohol. Instead, people were people started forming underground speakeasies, which were illegal bars. The government had difficulties. The government had difficulties controlling and closing these places. One of the reasons for that was racketeers and gangsters, such as Al Capone in Chicago, hired. Uh, the police officers so, to keep them safe and their bars from being the targets of, of government raids. But not everybody liked the new way of life. There were not people, there were people who preferred to live in small towns and on the farms. They were advocating against this new mass culture and promoted old style old-fashioned lifestyle, and traditional family values. As the economy kept on booming, so did the speculation on New York Stock Exchange. So did the speculation on New York Stock Exchange. Everyone, from from the millionaires to middle class to the poor people, poured their savings into stocks. This ballooned into the New York Stock Exchange in This ballooned the New York Stock Exchange into a huge enterprise, well, expansion. As the economy kept on booming, well, of course, I already read that, said that.
As people in the cities pr- prospered, farmers struggled with overproduction of the food. In order to help the agricultural sector, President Hoover signed a President Herbert Hoover. I think I'm not sure exactly. President Hoover signed the Agricultural Marketing Act in 1929. According to this act, the government would buy the surplus of produce from the farmers. The only thing, the government didn't set a limit or cap as to how much food each farmer could, could grow. As the farmers received the money for their crops, they decided to ramp up the production and grew more and more crops. Thus, the money that was allocated to help the agricultural sector quickly ran out and farmers were back at square one struggling to find buyers for their crops. Supply exceeded the demand. Meanwhile, people in the big cities continued to have the time of their lives. They kept on spending money on and borrowing more credit from the banks. A consumer society was born and flourished. However, this time, the time came for the banks to start collecting payments on all the money that was lent. At the time, the manufacturing segment and steel production began to slow down. People started to spend less money as their pay didn't rise. Banks started to panic because the large loans that they irresponsibly gave to people could not be paid back now. The economy started to slow down as a result. The only venue that continued to prosper was the New York Stock Exchange. The speculation of the stocks didn't slow down until the London Stock Exchange crash on September 20th, 1929. People took note of this event and began to panic. They started to sell their stocks at an increasing rate just as fast as they as they bought it before. A month later, October 24th, 1929, became known as Black Thursday. 12 million shares were sold, which makes up about 11% of the New York Stock Exchange value. Over the next over the next five days, people panic slowed down, but on Black Tuesday, people traded 16 million shares. Some stocks had a zero value that day as nobody would buy it. Over a span of two days, October 28th and October 29th, the stock market lost over $30 billion. The stock market plunged from 260 points to 41 points over the next three years before slowly starting to regain its position and ground. People no longer had free money to spend, which led businesses and manufacturers to close their doors. A lot of people became unemployed. The lucky ones that did have jobs got huge pay cuts. The worst economic downturn in history spread over to Europe and around the world. Banks ran out of money and closed their doors. The government attempted to bail them out in hopes that banks could loan the money to individuals to start to start businesses. However, for the most part, President Hoover didn't want to get involved in the economy and believed that businesses and the private sector should create jobs, not the government.
Besides the bank runs, and to make matters worse, the agricultural sector continued to suffer. Price of the crops were down. <laughs> Drought struck the Midwest and the Southern Plains in 1930. Southern Great Plains. Shortly after the Dust Bowl followed, the oil would darken the sky, covered ships and dust, and remove the top layer of soil in the Southern Great Plains. The worst storm happened in 1935 on April 14th, which was called Black Sunday. Three million tons of soil were blown off from Oklahoma towards Washington, D.C., and New York. During this time, many people developed asthma, pneumonia, and allergies. The Dust Bowls would only stop by 1939 after, after years of drought when regular rainfall was resumed and returned to the region. To summarize, the Great Depression was caused by irresponsible sendings by both banks and people, stock market crash, and agricultural failure. Next time, we will talk about the measures that were taken to bring not just America, but the world economy out of slumps. Interesting fact. Can you guess the only... Uh, can you guess the only country that was able to, one of the only countries that wasn't really a colony, in other words, the only country that didn't go into economic trouble? Of course, I will just give you the answer. The only country that didn't, co- that didn't have economic trouble was the Soviet Union. The reason being, they were a communist society rather than capitalist like all the European societies, or isolationists like the United States. Therefore, they were not affected almost, they were almost entirely unaffected by the Great Depression. I hope you enjoyed this. Well, it's hard to enjoy hearing about depression and people losing their jobs. All right, bye.